Welcome to Ghost Gaze. <laughs> Welcome to Ghost Gaze, a hauntingly gay podcast. This episode, where we had to record something during my bachelor party because we had to get this out last minute. So, take that as we will. Hi there, friends. Um, we just wanted to take a quick second and... Uh, let you know that this week we you know, we know last week we did something kind of unusual with the conjuring um we decided to do something a little different we had we had plans to do um an, an interview within an episode like we've done in the past with our next then get back to our normal roots that we set up for ourselves already but we met this very cool chick named erica hell yeah and uh, she reached out to us through our email, uh, ghostgazepodcast at gmail.com. And we, you know, we sat and we talked to her for, God, like an hour and a half or something. Yeah, it was a lot. And then when fun. Carson sat down and edited everything, he, it, you know, there was just, there was so much that we talked to her about. We couldn't edit anything out in the end. Like, there was so much information and mm-hmm. every, like, it. It was incredible. It was a really good little interview talk, whatever yeah. that we had with her. It was very cool. Yeah, for sure. So this episode that we're going to be releasing is actually just that conversation that we had with her. And was, she talks a little bit about the hauntings that she's dealt with in her life. She talks about the experience that in the house that she lived in. I, I think at this point she'll be living in a new place, hopefully. Erica, if you're listening, I really hope you were able to get out of the situation yeah, that you were in. <laughs> really hope you got out. But yeah, please enjoy. Take a listen. Uh, she was probably one of our favorite people that we've talked to so far. Very cool. Very, very fun. Cool. She was very open about telling us what happened. And we actually have a little surprise. I don't know if you don't follow us on Instagram, go follow us at Ghostface Podcast on Instagram. And there we have some very interesting videos and pictures that she has captured herself. She's allowed us to show you. And we just want to show you something that we we found. We found very strange, very interesting. And I think everyone needs to see it. Absolutely. We love it when we have, you know, actual physical evidence of what we were, we've always been talking about. And yeah. so I want to take a second to thank Erica for reaching out to us and for talking to us for so long like seriously we'd love to have you on again sometime you were so cool to talk to yeah for sure i'd love to talk to you again see how you're doing see how the new places yeah maybe we should uh, get into that <laughs> <laughs> fucking finally okay um so enjoy stop recording <laughs> erica how are you hi i'm good good thank you for coming we really appreciate it thank you for having yeah. me yeah, of course. Um, so really, we we want you to tell us your story because uh, you've sent us some photos and videos and it spooked me. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Right. Um, so go ahead. Okay, so um, I've only been living in this house for about maybe six, seven months. Um, and the area that I'm in in Houston, it's not a very safe area. So I put cameras up outside and inside the house. And they they pick up motion. So the first time I ever noticed something was um, I would I would just happen to go through the camera because it would pick up motion from like the cars and stuff like that. But um, the times that I would watch it were like in the middle of the night, like three, two, three in the morning. 
um, the very first time I saw something was an orb. And I know some people say like orbs are dust particles. And I don't believe that because when I, I saw the orb, I wanted to freeze the video. I took a screenshot of it and I changed like the, I guess the color of the picture a little bit to see if I could get anything other than just the orb. And I was, and immediately I saw a face in the orb. Um, and I sat there and I stared at the picture and I noticed other things because it was like a whole streak of the orb. And there was like different things all in that orb. Um, I showed it to my boyfriend. He's like, oh, you know, that's fake. He thought I photoshopped stuff. And I was always showing different people about uh, the pictures that I was getting. And then um, I noticed that I had I, when I noticed something major like difference in the house was um, I had a gay couple living here with me. And they fought a lot. Like they would get really physical with each other. And a lot of times that they, when they were here, I would not be home because I didn't want to be involved in their fighting. When they finally moved out, I remember I came home and I could literally feel like the house just felt different. And I remember walking into my home and I remember saying to my friend, like, it feels different in here. And, you know, didn't think anything of it. Um, one of my friends had ended up uh, committing suicide and I went to his funeral and it kind of just freaked me out because of what happened while I was away and what it was for, like me being away from <laughs> my friend's funeral. I got a motion inside my home and I'm like, what the heck? Like, wh why, why is the camera picking up motion? So I'm going through the video and I don't see nothing. And then I noticed something in my kitchen moved and it was the trash can. Uh, it's one of the trash can lids that if you push down, it sways up, like up and down. Right. And I saw it was like three. I wanted, I believe the time was three thirty-three in the morning. Um, something pushed the trash can lid down and I'm trying to rationalize it and I'm thinking, Oh, maybe it's the AC. And my friend's like, Erica, that is not the AC because the AC has been running all day long. And how come it didn't move every other time, but except for that time. So, um, I want to say about a week later, I was here at the house and I was, I was afraid to be in the house alone. I just, I would hear stuff and people would spend the night with me. They would tell me they would hear things. Um, there was an incident where I was in one of the rooms taking a nap and I had my makeup bag on the dresser and it just fell on the floor out of nowhere. Like I had been asleep for a good two hours already. And I remember it made me mad and I woke up and I was like, leave me alone. I don't know what I was talking to, but I just told it to leave me alone. And then um, a week after the trash can incident, I was in my hallway and I had a, a hoodie on and I felt something yank at my hood to my sweater. And I had my dog here with me and I'm spinning around in a complete circle trying to figure out what the heck it was. I'm trying to see if maybe my sweater got caught on the wall somehow. There's nothing on the wall for it to have got caught, caught onto. And then I went into my kitchen. This was broad daylight. It was like probably two in the afternoon. I had put my, I have two phones. I had put both of my phones on top of the microwave and I turned around to wipe the table down. And when I did that, the phones fell off of the microwave. And I remember thinking to, my, like, to myself that maybe it fell because my hands were wet. You know, maybe the water off. I, I was trying to think of anything I could to make it sound believable on why they fell off the microwave because there was no reason why they should have fell. Um, right. and so after those day, after those incidences, um, 
I wanted to always leave my TV on because I was afraid to hear something because the cameras pick up sound, motion, and then if there's a person. Um, and this one day in particular, I went to the corner store and I kept, I was, my friend was here at the house with me and I kept telling her, I need, I'm going to turn the TV on. And she's like, why? And I'm like, I just need to turn the TV on. I don't want to leave the dog in here in dead silence. And we could not find the remote anywhere to any of the TVs. I have two TVs. Like we could not find either remotes. And then I try to find um, her. We were going to put her tablet on her tablet's completely dead. So I said, you know what? We're just going right here two minutes away. We'll be right back. So we get back to the house. And something told me to rewind the cameras and I did. And then that's when I got the recording of the audio that you hear of some, it sounds like something's in agony. And I was so, I wanted to cry when I heard this, like I was so afraid. And I'm, I tell my friend and I said, that's the dog. Right. And she's like, that is not your dog. And if you, uh, in the video, you see the shadow of the dog. She looks back, like she hears, yeah. she hears it. And I noticed that, Everything that happens, it's happening somewhere in the kitchen. And when she's walking past, she looks at the door to the back. And I could just tell by her demeanor, it, she's scared. And she walks around to the hallway. And then that's when you hear the, you know, the, ag the screaming and agony and stuff like that. And after that audio, I showed it to everybody that doubted me. And they all believe me now. And um, I have not been alone in this house since then. Like I refuse to be alone. I'm moving actually. Like I'm literally in the I'm in the last days of moving all my things out of here because I don't know what else to do. Like I've my ex boyfriend's uncle's a preacher, and I asked if they would come bless the house, and they were like, "You should probably move out." And that <laughs> scares me to know that they don't even want to come and help me with that. Um, I did sage it, um, but even after I saged it, uh, I was showing one of my friends um, the audio. And he didn't believe me. And I swear, as I'm talking to him about this, the lights start flickering in my kitchen. And he's like, stop it. Why are you like, he's thinking I'm doing this to freak him out. And I'm like, how could I make the lights do this? Like, this is something that I've never experienced in my life. I've never, I knew, I believe in paranormal things. I've never actually seen anything. But one day I was praying when I was saging and something literally poked my eye I was praying out loud I had my eyes closed and it didn't feel like a finger I don't even know how to explain it but it's something poked my eye while I was praying out like loud pressure on your eye yeah it, I mean it, it's like something if I wouldn't say it was like a I guess it I can't say it was a finger but I felt something poke it like taunting me you know yeah and um I, I was just like I was fed up and I spoke to two mediums. They were a husband and a wife. And um, I let them hear the audio. And right after that, the husband starts crying. And then it makes me scared because I'm thinking, these are people that do this or, you know, have these kind of encounters. Him crying it made me cry even more because I'm scared. And he tells me, do you want me to tell you what it is? And I told him, no, don't, because it's going to make me more afraid. And he says, you know, fear and um, negative energies will make it stronger. Um, so that takes me back to like the couple that was living here. He was telling me that their fighting may have whatever it is um, made it, you know, a little bit stronger. And um, mm -hmm. he was telling me that whatever it is, is stuck between our world and their world. And that the reason why he was crying was because he could feel how afraid I was the day that I heard it. And he's like, how are you still living in that house? And I was like, I mean, I really don't have an option right now to just get up and go. 
Um, but before I was living here, it was um, my 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 boyfriend's uh, family. It was a it was a trap house, okay, and um, <laughs> there was hundreds of people in and out of this house. So I'm just like, think of all the different energies that are coming in and out of this house, and drugs were involved and stuff like that. You know, I mean, who knows what could have. I, I don't know what it is or what caused it, but I know that it scared the heck out of me. And it's, there's things that are still going on to this day. Like, we'll hear things, you know, um, moving around in the back rooms and stuff like that. But we just try to ignore it. And I refuse to be alone in this house after that audio. Yeah, some of that audio that because I, I first heard it at work. because I was like, oh, cool. It's like someone sent us something and I listened mm -hmm. to it. I was like, nope, I got to wait till later. I cannot, I cannot listen yes. to this and then go back to work. Right. Because uh, that, the one with the dog, it sounded like the dog itself was being possessed or making that. Because I was like, I've heard dogs make noises similar to that, but not, not to that respect. Right. It's like, it, there's three, there's three parts to it. And like the second part, it says like, yeah, like it sounds like saying, yeah. And then yeah. the last part is, and I know that's not the dog. Cause I know how the dog sounds when she howls and stuff like that. And that is not the dog. That's pretty terrifying. So I'm, I'm really happy you're moving out of this place. Right. And you know, yeah. the thing that scared me the most was when I talked to those mediums, he told me that he felt like it was trying to attach itself to me and that scared me. And yeah. I, I said, what do I do? You know, what, what, I don't, I don't know what to do about things like this other than, you know, I, my belief, my beliefs are, you know, I believe in God and um, his wife was like, well, I can come and do some spell. And I said, no, 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 no. I was like, no disrespect to you. I was like, I just don't want any of that in the house. I am. I appreciate sure. you, you know, you trying to help me, but spells i don't want to have that in the house <laughs> i get that and especially right. with everything going on i can i completely understand not wanting to add anything else right into that mix too yeah and then he gave me a necklace that he was wearing and he says it's a talisman a talisman necklace oh, okay. and he just yeah he just told me to wear it and it, it will protect me and i haven't taken it off since he's given it to me so uh, i'm hoping that you know, whatever it is, it doesn't try to attach itself to me. But he was just telling me, you know, just keep my faith strong and pray. You know, don't let it, don't let, that it cannot hurt me. Because what it will do is it will try to continue to mess with me and scare me, but that it cannot physically mm -hmm. hurt me. Because they told me that um, if it can move things and touch you, then it's not a ghost. That's all he said. Because I didn't want to know anything more. I didn't want to hear what yeah. it was because it was going to make me even more afraid so oh, yeah. if it makes you feel any better on on the end of not knowing what it is and like the fact that it moving things and touching things means that it's not quite a ghost mm -hmm. it doesn't always mean demonic energy if that helps at all it could just be like a really active poltergeist which is like right. a he was explaining different things. He was telling me that um it could be like a uh, I think he said grace or aliens and and he was telling me like, oh, if you put powder on the floor, and I was like, no, I don't want to know at all. I don't want to see the footsteps. No, I don't want to see none of that. So I did sage, <laughs> and you know, it was kind of upsetting because the first time I saged, I had a, a girl here that we're no longer friends. In the middle of me saging and praying, she, I asked her to stay outside while I did that, and she was she ignored exactly everything I asked her to do, and she comes inside on the phone talking. And when she saged me to cleanse me, she's like, 
uh, I guess, protect her. And I'm like, you guess. And I was like, look, I need to stop this right now because you're really pissing me off. And this is not the type of energy I need when I'm trying to get rid of something like this. Exactly. Oh, yeah, no. I've been very picky about who I've been letting in the house now because my my friend was like, Erica, you need to be very careful because, you know, you're letting people in your house. They might have something that they're leaving behind, some type of energy. And you don't know. You don't know. You know, you don't know who who has what with them. That kind of thing can just like build upon itself and just it's it's like a steamroller. Once it gets going, yes. all of that energy just kind of sticks to its own kind, you know? And I think had I not had these cameras up, I probably wouldn't have even known anything. You know, the cameras made me realize everything that was going on. I was never looking for anything, um, but when I started seeing like the orbs, cause I have so much more pictures um, that I didn't even send to y'all. There's just so many pictures that I have from just the cameras capturing them outside and stuff. And um, I've had one where there's like a burst of like a flash of white light and on my front door and there's nowhere that it came from. Like we could not figure out where the light came from. Um, but the audio um, that that night when we heard the audio I was so afraid. I slept in my car. I was so afraid that night. And my friend and I finally went inside the house. Well, she stayed in. She wasn't very afraid. But when I was asleep, I was watching the video after I woke up. She went to the bathroom. And there's a blanket that I have on my couch. This is all like the same uh, camera recording, I guess I could say, um, from when the audio Mm -hmm. happened. Um, Something literally tugs my blanket. And you could see the like tension from the tug. And... I, it really starts freaking me out because I'm like, is it me? Like, is it is it because it's me? After the guy tells me, you know, the medium was telling me that. But my friend was saying, my friends were just trying to tell me, you know, it's obviously the house because these, the house that I live in is pretty old. I just haven't done any history on it or nothing like that. Wow. That's that's some spooky shit, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that one video with you on the couch. Uh-huh. That's what it was, right? The couch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you look, it looks like something just, like, shoved you or shoved right. the couch. And see, the thing with my couch is they're, they're separated. There's three different sections. So I don't know if y'all noticed that when the couch gets moved, all of it gets moved. So it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't the dog because the dog was on the opposite couch. You can't see her on the camera, but it okay. woke me and her up and... I don't know if you see, I jump up right away and I look behind me. Oh, yeah. Knowing there's right. nobody there. There's nobody. I'm the only one that lives here. And um, I, I remember telling my friend, look, whatever it was that shoved it, it moved a whole section of the couch. There's three sections. It moved all of them. And I try to rationalize it, but I mean, there's nothing I could come to with that audio. I cannot think of anything other than it's there's something in here. <laughs> yeah. Have you had any sort of experiences apart from this house like in your past life at all yes um so prior to the uh uh, prior to this house I was living in an apartment um in Lake Jackson and this was the first time I had ever lived alone I have always either lived with somebody or somebody has lived with me and Mm. um I was living alone in my own apartment and I remember I was asleep and I had a fireplace in there and I had a little vase. It was a vase with like these big sticks on there. And again, I was asleep 
and I was on my recliner and something knocked these sticks over and it fell right on top of me. There's no way that any wind could have done it. Um, mm. And then people had been at my apartment with me um, and they would say that they saw like my, one of my friends was showering one day and I had went to the store and she thought I had came back because she said she heard, you know, talking. She saw a movement underneath the door while she was in the shower. So she thought I was home. Well, when she got out the shower, she realized I wasn't here yet or there at the house yet. And then the neighbor below me had told me that before I moved into that apartment, they would hear like movement up there, but nobody was living up there. Yeah. So I don't know if there had ever been any other incidences where I was living with people. But, you you know, when you live alone, you start realizing things because you're the only one in the house. You start to hear stuff and see things that yeah. um, I did have cameras in that apartment. And there was a, a video I had where I OK, this is what's really strange. Um, I didn't mean to jump off subject, but no, you're good. Uh, when I was living in that apartment, I noticed that. I would make lights flicker a lot. Like it was weird because I didn't understand what was going on. I Googled it and it was saying that it could be my energy was really high mm -hmm. or strong. And um, I have a video clip of me um, coming into my door and the light outside, the, my light, my porch light to the apartment never worked. They would change the light bulbs, they would fix it and then they would burn out. And this one video I have as I'm entering my house the light flashes and I, and I say, what the hell? And I just close the door. But, um, I had put cameras up inside the apartment and I was washing dishes one day, my phone rings and I run to the room to go grab it. And you just see an orb dart right past the camera and follow me. Scary. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I have like a, a going theory that people who have had one like spiritual paranormal connection like this, at, at least once in their life, gets like easier and easier for that kind of energy those spirits to find you you know and to like mm -hmm. interact with you because once the door has been open it just gets like a little wider each time uh-huh um and see I don't know if this has any connection but um you know I, lately I've been running into people who are real spiritual like they're op they're open to about their spirituality spirituality and mm -hmm. um I always see the numbers 9-11. Always. I'll look at the clock. It's 9-11. I'll see something. And I don't know what it is about these numbers. But one of when I Google the numbers, it says that I'm having a spiritual awakening. Um, I don't know if maybe that could be connected to what's going on with me in, this, in the house, in the apartment that I was living in. But I see these numbers all the time. You say 9 and 11? Uh-huh. That's actually really weird because a couple of years ago I started seeing a combination of those numbers together consistently. Really? On I would like in the if I would wake up in the morning it would be nine eleven or it would be nine ten and I'd see it turn nine eleven. Mm -hmm. Or I would I don't know, I remember one time I ordered a pizza and it was nine dollars and eleven cents and I was like I, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, this was a mistake. We accidentally, something happened with the system. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. But that's oh really God. interesting because I, I did not know that. Yeah. I, and it says, it doesn't say nothing about the number nine. It's the one, one that it talks oh, about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't feel like, I mean, I guess I don't really feel like I'm having a spiritual awakening. I don't know what it would feel like, but um 
I've been coming in contact with every new person I have met in the past year. I swear, every single person I have met, they always ask me, what is your zodiac sign? And I think that's so weird because nobody's been, nobody has asked me that, you know? Um, I was actually going to ask you that at the end of this, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Scorpio. I was born on Halloween. Oh, cool. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yes. And I'm left-handed. <laughs> Oh. Okay, this is a weird question, but do you know like what time you were born at on Halloween? Um, I know it was at an at nighttime, but I I believe it was around. You know what? I remember my mom saying it was around nine something. What if it was nine eleven? <laughs> oh gosh, that would be wild. I'm gonna double check on that. I'm about to ask her that. So, uh, we did have like a list of questions and stuff like that. If you wanted to get into that. Yeah, sure. That's fine. You know, we we obviously our number one question that we ask everybody that we interview is, "Do you believe in ghosts?" Clearly, that's a resounding yes on everybody's end. (laughs) Yes, I do. I've just always said that there's just no possible way that this many people exist on the planet without some of that energy sticking around. Right, and and energy they say cannot be destroyed. You know. Right. So, I mean, my biggest question I always have is we have an idea where we go when we die, but where are we before we were, we were born? I like that. Oh, I like that question. Yeah, I've never thought about that before. It's a really interesting way to think about that. Because if our energies can't be destroyed, so that means we must have been somewhere before this. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's where the whole idea of like reincarnation comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to believe that's what happens. You know, I've been reading a lot about like um, uh, quantum immortality, mm-hmm. and it's pretty interesting. You know, but that's like that gets so deep into like beyond like ghosts and stuff. Right. Right. Uh, so, and you were saying that you've seen the orbs and things like that in the pictures. Have you ever seen a full-bodied apparition? No, I have not. Yeah, I've never seen anything other than on camera. Like, and somebody told me that camera helps us see like the fourth dimension. And I don't know how mm-hmm. true that is. But I mean, I believe it because I see things on the camera that I don't see with my normal eyes. Right. Well, so it goes with the whole um, people can use EVP recorders and stuff like that to listen to spirits because they can mess with the electromagnetic field. Mm hmm. And so I think that also applies to the cameras where like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and on that picture that I sent y'all um, where there's an orb outside, it uh, looks like the face is looking back at the camera. Like it's two faces. It looks like two faces in one. Um, right. Um, the one to the mm-hmm. left side, it looks like it's looking backwards at the camera. Like if it knew it was there. Probably did. I don't know. Um. No, I said you've before this. You've said that before you moved here, you've had some experiences at your old apartment. Had do you know of any experiences in your family at all? Um, I mean, the house that we grew up in. My sisters would say that they had heard things, or um, you know, had experienced. My sister had an experience where her blanket, she felt like it was being pulled down and just little things like that. But nobody has ever said they've seen anything. And I remember my dad would get so mad at my sister when she would tell him, dad, I think the house is haunted. Well, when we got older, you know, he told us that he would hear stuff too, but he didn't want us to know. 
and scare us. So he would get mad at us and tell us, stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. But nobody, nobody's ever said they've seen anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do if I did. Oh, my gosh. But I do definitely believe in it. For sure. Yeah, Carson and I were talking a while back about how when I was growing up, the house I grew up in, I had, like, one significant ghostly paranormal experience where I like I was in my basement and I heard somebody come downstairs and there was nobody in the basement with me and that was like that was enough for me I just (laughs) noped right out of there bolted up the stairs never went down there by myself ever again basements just seem creepy though yeah (laughs) um and I read something about um a lot of paranormal um activity that they people who have had experiences claim things happen a lot in the kitchen because of the appliances and water. And I have a lot of mirrors in my home that I recently took down because I read that mirrors could be portals. I had a ton of mirrors in my house. Yeah. That's a pretty popular theory is that mirrors can be portals for the undead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a lot of times when people are at like haunted locations, if they take photos, they'll go towards mirrors because sometimes in their photo, they'll see a reflection or uh, a shadow that wasn't there to begin oh, with. It's well, like why they used to cover up mirrors. Like yes. in, way back in the day, they used to cover all the mirrors uh, in sheets if they had like a viewing or something at the house. See, well, when I was watching um, some of the footage, and I don't know if it was just a delay in the camera, but um, I was watching a clip where I'm in the when I was you know saging the house, and on camera you see me moving and then my reflection was delayed on in the mirror. So I don't know if it mm-hmm. was the camera that was making it do that, but I kept rewinding it and rewatching it over and over and I would turn my head and then the reflection would move like shortly after. And it really freaked oh. me out. And I'm like, is that the camera? Why is it doing that because of the camera or is that really happening? Oh, well, that's creepy. I know I've seen some footage or photos of people where they like that same situation where they turn their head and their reflection in the mirror doesn't do it right away. And you know, I read about um, parallel jumping and Mm -hmm. there was, there was a, there was a article I read about how you can um, jump universes. And one of the ways to do it, they say you sit in front of a mirror and you do, you know, you say you meditate and you have a candle and you'll know it worked because your reflection will move or you will move and your reflection won't. And I said, oh, no, that's too much. That's scary. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Have you ever heard of the elevator game? No. So that's another one that people will go and play to. And supposedly, if you do it correctly, you walk off the elevator in, like, the other dimension. Um, And it's like you get on the ground floor and you go to floor, like, 10, 6, 7, 5, 1, five one or something like that and i guess the last time you hit one if it goes down it didn't work but if you start to go up and you you'll hit like the 10th floor and uh you have to just get off the elevator um and then you're in the alternate dimension um some people say that if you're doing it correctly and it's like working when it dings at five, a woman will get on and you're not supposed to look at her or talk to her oh or acknowledge gosh. her. Because oh, if no. you do, then you'll get stuck in the other dimension. Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah, some of the stories I've read, there was one where people were doing it just for like um, changes in like their job. And there was a story that I read where a guy said he did it. Um, he did the 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 um, it's the the cup method or the two cup method where mm-hmm. you um, you put your current situation and you fill a glass of water and then you put a situation that you want to see the situation that you want different and you pour the lick the water into that cup and you drink it and so he said he did that method and he woke up and he had a whole a whole different wife he had kids he didn't have before but he had the position in his job that he wanted and he was like um I don't love these kids but I know they're mine but they're not my kids and he right. was asking I read it on reddit and he was asking how did it how did he he get back to his other universe and people were just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's so wild. Yeah. And he was saying people were thinking he was crazy, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Just like wake up and be somebody completely different. Well, I mean not completely different, but have a completely different life. It's just, it's he like was, a 13 going on 30 situation that you don't mm-hmm. want. He was even looking for his, girlfriend from the other universe and she didn't exist he looked for her on facebook and everything he said she didn't exist that's so weird and i wonder you know if you do the the if you jump universes is it like you have something bad happen you know how they say like Mm -hmm. if uh you want something good then you gotta have something bad that to happen with it or something i wonder if that's what it what it's like oh yeah i get that i want to do some more research on that yeah, it's I very interesting. Of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say you'll know it works because you'll see little minor changes. Like if you know for a fact your culture is red, but now it's blue, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, not right. a minor change. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, let's see here. I, we do have some more questions. Okay. Um, some of them are quite silly to kind of lighten the mood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yes, oh, well, we like to have fun. fun. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> a fun one that I like to ask, and I feel like I know the answer to this one, but if you were to, if you met a skeptic who was like, no, I don't believe in ghosts in any way, shape, or form, what's, uh, is, is there a way that you would try to convince them? I mean, if I were you, I'd probably just like bring them to my house. Yeah, I would show that. <laughs> well, there was somebody that I just recently met, and I let him listen to the audio, and he tells me, that's the wind. I'm like the wind that's inside my house. And when, what, when do you hear making noises like that? Right. But I would definitely probably show him the, the clips and pictures and audio that I have and hope he would believe it <laughs> or, you oh, know, for sure. I think a lot of people are just in denial because it scares them to know that there is other life out there other than just us, mm-hmm. you know, or there yeah. is something beyond this life. Yeah, so um, my friend Allison's boyfriend, Gabe, actually has a thought about um, why people are so belligerent on not believing. Uh, And he said that it's like people's survival instinct, you know? If everybody were suddenly to become fully aware and accepting of uh, other energies out there, like ghosts or demons or anything like that, then um, it would give them too much power because then we'd be aware and afraid. Right. And it ties back into the whole, they feed off of the fear of the living. Right. So he thinks that it's like a natural born instinct in humans to just like not acknowledge it and not pay attention to it. Because the second you do, then scary shit could happen. Yeah. 
that and see i think i truly believe that the couple that was here maybe may have fed it with the negative energy and made oh, whatever yeah. it was it awoke it or made it stronger because yeah um it, i could i when people say they felt like heaviness, I now I know what they mean by that because I I literally felt like the air just felt heavy, and mm-hmm. I remember a friend after I saged, I didn't tell no certain people I didn't sage I, that I saged the house, and one of my friends came and he says, "Ooh," and he starts doing like a little dance, and he's like, "It feels different in here." He's like, "I feel like I can move better," and I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I don't know. I just feel like I can move a little more freely now." And I said, I just saged the house. And he said, you did? And I said, yeah. And he was like, maybe that's oh why. My, oh, that's nuts. Yeah. Uh, I know. I you know, I remember when people were telling me the first time, they were like, oh, I'm saging a house. I'm saging a house. I, I had to go look it up and go see why it was beneficial. Um, but I remember a friend of mine actually did that in high school because he's like, oh, my house is haunted. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay, cool. Sure. And then he did that. But like his whole family after that was just like super nice to everybody. They were, they were kind of like grumpy people before, but after they staged the house, they, their spirits lifted. But you know, they also say it's good for like um, germs and stuff around the house too. It's not just for spiritual things, but uh, because I, I don't know, I didn't, don't know what else to do. Other than, mm-hmm. you know, everybody says sage, sage, sage. And I'm like, okay, what kind of sage do I get? Somebody brought me sage that they stole. And I said, that defeats the purpose of using <laughs> sage. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, but no thank you. Like, that is not. I <laughs> <laughs> don't want to use no. that. I'll, I'll keep it for decoration. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Colleen, do you have any more questions? Yeah, I got... Um... One, I have my favorite question. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> so my favorite question to ask people is, um, if you could pick one person to like haunt you, who would you pick? Um, d- you mean dead already, or no? Like literally. So, like, oh, no. so far, we've had like John Mulaney. Somebody said I said Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> um. Gosh, I don't know. I don't think I would want anybody to haunt me, honestly. <laughs> well, I mean, I, after I experiencing picked... your own like haunting kind of a thing, I could understand not wanting. I think anymore. I yeah. think if if I had if we had a choice, I it would probably be a loved one. You know, somebody yeah. that I know would want to make sure that I'm leading a good life and down good paths and stuff. Not necessarily haunting me, but you know, helping me. Kind of like a guardian <laughs> angel, right? Yeah, right. that's so much better than I mean, I was like, I want Celine Dion so she can sing to me. <laughs> sing to you lullabies. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> well, here's a here's another lighter question. Um, if you could ask like a question to a ghost or a spirit or something, what would you ask them? Um, why are you in this house? Like what made them choose this house or what? Yeah, basically like. In my situation, I want to know why is it in here, you know? Why right. this home? And if you're going to be here, help me pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> Get a job, right? 
you can't be here for free and not help me. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm just scared out of here. <laughs> At least like throw in a load of laundry once in a while. <laughs> right? Hey, Jesus. Do the dishes. Come on. Right. <laughs> 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 Make yourself useful. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Did you guys ever watch Angel? Sorry, quick sidetrack. Um, the TV show that was like a spinoff of Buffy the yes. Vampire Slayer. Yes, I did see oh, clips yeah. of that. So there was a whole thing where like one of the characters got this beautiful apartment for like crazy cheap, right? And of course it was haunted. <sighs> and yeah. the ghost name is Dennis. And like there, it's just like a running gag throughout the show. Like if he'll turn on the TV when she's on the phone and she's like, can you stop being such a dick right now? And the TV <laughs> will shut back off. <laughs> those are go- those are the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But I I read that um and I don't know if this is in every state but that I know in Texas they were saying that by law they have to let you know if someone has died in the house if you're trying to purchase a house or oh. rent a house. Oh, I I don't know if it's in Michigan, you're right, but I think it's like relatively common in most states that you, they they have to disclose any sort of like tragedy or murder and my thing is why though why what's the reason why they have to disclose that yeah right because clearly like that leaves some kind of negative feeling in the space Uh crazy well i'm glad that you're getting out Um, (laughs) yeah um i hope hopefully the next place is not haunted well the the, where where i'm going i'm gonna stage before I move anything in there, because Perfect. that's what I cannot do in my apartment or in this place. And, um, you know, I believe that if you believe it, then it's going to work, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure, clear out any energy before you add your own energy to it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a question for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is the scariest thing like y'all have encountered or come across with since Ooh. doing this? Oh, since starting this podcast? Yes. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, uh, you know what? Actually, oh, hold on, Colleen. One sec. Yeah. Because we were, when did we record last? Like last, this week, this week, earlier this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I started mentioning about a ghost that does not like to be talked about. And, uh, Colleen, you had something uh, like outside your car thrown yeah, so we or were, like we were talking about the parent family because we were talking about like the conjuring movie and the actual case that it's based off of. And um, as we were talking about like all the grisly shit that happened to all these kids in this house, this random ball, I was sitting in my car outside and this random ball just like rolled past my car in like the gutter on the street. Mm. And there were no kids outside, like nobody was around. I went outside five minutes later to get my mail and it was gone. What? So yeah, that was and, really weird. And I remember because I'm sitting here recording and after that happened, she said that happened. And I was like, oh, that's so weird. And then something behind me, because um, I'm my back is towards my bathroom right now. Mm-hmm. Um, something in our bathroom got like thrown and rolled over towards me. Oh and I was like, no one else is here. And I felt so uncomfortable. Um, And then what I like, and then all of a sudden it was just, the uncomfortable feeling was just gone. See, and somebody asked me that too. They were saying, do you think that when you're out of your house talking about what's going on, that whatever's there knows you're talking about it? And I was like, I hope not. 
right? Yeah. I mean, who, I mean, who knows though? You know. Yeah. Can um, they just jump up and go where you're at? <laughs> <laughs> I would say I think the other like creepy, creepy thing that has happened while we started doing this is um, we. A couple weeks ago, we were doing the Michigan murders, and we drove to one of the locations where one of the bodies was found. Yeah. And, like, we were just parked alongside of the road, looking around, and we noticed, like, a deer carcass right outside in the in the gutter where we were looking at. Oof. And so that, like, was really weird and kind of unsettling. Yeah. And, like, finding a, a deer like that, and like, a dead deer like that in the wild meat can signify the loss of innocence. Aww. So and someone was murdered right there in front of me. Right happened. or at least her body was found right there. Um and then maybe five minutes before we noticed the deer, we, we were driving down the road and we saw a turkey vulture cross the road right in front of the car. And turkey vultures signify death. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. that was really weird. That like we saw a a symbolism for death and then a symbolism for the loss of innocence right. at this location where oh this child was, well, this 18 year old was found. Wow. What made y'all want to start doing this? Like the podcast and all that? Well, oh. I think, well, we always just, we've always talked about doing something like this. Um, yeah. And I guess whenever we've always talked about ghosts and the paranormal, we always get really super excited and it was I think this was birthed out of like a necessity to do something creative because of the whole year of like quarantine here in Michigan, I was just like doing nothing. And now things are opening back up. I, right. I was just like, this is like the best time to do this because I need something creative or I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> I was so excited when I saw your post. I was like, oh my god, I have oh. so many stuff I can send to them. Yes. <laughs> oh yay. Oh, that, yeah, we we were just like like I don't know if we'll ever get anything. I'll post it on a couple of Reddit forums or whatever and let's see what happens. And we've gotten a couple of responses from people yeah, and it's been kind of snowballed really nicely. I'm really excited about it. Um uh, I think I like like the initial idea for this specific one, we've been talking about doing like a Gilmore Girls one or like a glee one or just like random stuff like that and then i was listening to a different like campfire ghost story podcast on my way back from boston a couple months ago and um i texted him as, as soon as i was done with the episode i was like hey we should start a ghost podcast and that was just kind of that you're right it's they're just so interesting to me i think like not knowing what is going on besides our like our in our world i guess you could say mm -hmm. it it's just so interesting to me to know that there's something out, else out there that it obviously whatever's going on with everybody having encounters like they want us to know that they're there you know right yeah and damn well make themselves known uh-huh <laughs> mm -hmm. i wonder if they got to pay rent where they're at <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's why they come over and like visit and hang out with because they want a break? This is their vacation. It reminds me of that movie, The Others. What if they think where they're the ghost to them? I love that movie. Mm -hmm. I need to see that movie because this is you the second do. time someone has mentioned that movie. Yes. It's interesting. It's a really good yeah. movie. You love Nicole Kidman. I know you do. I love Nicole Kidman. 
I love her husband too. So. <laughs> so weird. Her husband is Keith Urban. That makes no sense they're, to me. They're like two different opposites. Very opposite people. Aren't yeah. They? Like he's, but he's not really. He's a country singer, but he doesn't. He 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 has like an accent and stuff. Oh yeah yeah yeah. His, <laughs> his New Zealand accent or something. Right. And I always say it's funny when people have accents because when they sing, they sound American. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day that was just like, why do British singers lose their accents when they sing? <laughs> I think like, they make funny. them sound like that, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of that, like in the 50s, that transatlantic accent that both Americans and British people did so that when they showed the movies overseas, no one could tell. If it was filmed in America or, uh, or in England. Yeah. That's really I think funny. My favorite singer with an accent story is uh, Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> um, can't pronounce his like S's or something like that when he sings. And so oh, if yeah. you listen really closely to his music, it's somebody else singing like all of his S consonants. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up after this. <laughs> It's like one of the consonants or something like that when he can't make the transition between English and Spanish Aww. and it doesn't it, it doesn't pronounce when he's singing. So somebody they had to hire somebody else wow. just for that job. Huh. Can you imagine really if that funny. was your career? Like that, what do you do for a living? Oh, I pronounce uh, S's for Iglesias. <laughs> <laughs> so can he not say his own last name, Iglesias? <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> all right so we probably should wrap this one up it's been super fun to talk to you i'm only saying that because we have to go no problem (laughs) i appreciate it this is the first time i let anybody like really out there other than like my friends know what's going on (laughs) we really appreciate that then like a nice little insider interview yes thanks for hearing me (laughs) and my my creepy audio my unwanted oh. guest. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, if anything ever, anything else ever happens again, feel free to contact us. You want to talk again? It's been super fun to talk to you. You too. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, keep in mind, I'd, I'd like to email you or, or like get in contact again and have you back on the show just to talk As about a, stuff. An update. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would love that. Yeah, me too. That would be good. Yeah. I'll oh, be cool. I'll, I'll, um, looking out for the emails when y'all are ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'll definitely let you know when it's going to drop, too. Okay. So. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank y'all. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. You're we really welcome. appreciate it. All right. All right. Bye. We'll see you later, Erica. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening in. And next time, listen as we talk about the Eloise. All right, friends, stay safe out there. And remember, if you see a ghost, who are you going to call? The ghost gaze. Yes. Yes.